you can't turn on the news without hearing something about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. And so because of that, I slowly got sucked into watching a little bit here and there. Mostly I was looking for Johnny's humor, a little bit curious about what was going on. And what I discovered is what's happening here is something that the world should pay attention to, if not for the finer details of what's going on in these people's lives, but more so about the power of your words. And so if you at any point of your life have dealt with a narcissist, somebody with borderline personality disorder, somebody who tried to deliberately try to ruin your name, ruin your reputation based on half-truths and made-up stories, then this podcast is for you. And I want to share exactly what happened to me and how I got through it and hopefully encourage you to do the same right after the intro. Now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, your friend, your biggest fan, Carla White, and... This is going to be a little bit more of a serious podcast. It's going to be a more serious episode because we're going to be talking about um, mental, uh, physical abuse. Um, uh, First off, before we get into it, if you are in any sort of abusive relationship, please, please, please get help. I'll put some support numbers down in the show notes reach out to me if you want to just get some encouragement at Hey Carla White on Instagram, but please get some help. Okay. So this got triggered in me or got me thinking, uh, because I ended up down the Johnny hers, Johnny hers. Oh boy. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, um, rabbit hole. And what I'm referring to is Johnny Depp, the world famous actor, is now um, going through a a very public court case with his ex-wife, Amber Heard. And normally I would not pay any of this Hollywood stuff even a half a second of my attention. But I believe somebody, a friend of mine, cracked a joke about it. And so I went to go see, and she didn't crack a joke about the situation. She laughed about something Johnny said in the trial. And he said a few funny things. And uh, so I went to to check it out and ended up looking into this more. Why is this trial happening? What's going on here? And I'll give you a quick backstory and then I'm going to share how I myself um, came into something quite similar. I'm not going to get into a lot of detail, but what I did to really save my soul, save my soul, save my business, save myself, save my relationships. And um, maybe you could do the same if you're in anything similar, which I'm kind of guessing you are, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to the show. So um, Johnny and Amber get married. I don't even know what year it is. They're married for a hot minute, like one year. It was terrible. It was a, a stormy relationship, to say the least. And they break up. Amber writes a hit piece. Uh, I can't remember which 
publication, Washington Post, something like that, um, about being in an abusive relationship and not only just physically abusive, but sexually abusive. As a result, this destroys Johnny's career. He's no longer casted in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's no longer getting ro- big like roles. It's just like tumbleweeds and no offers. And so he is suing her for $50 million. Um, and um, I can't even remember the exact legal term for that, but uh, what he's suing her for, but libel, I believe, is the, the word. And uh, because she she claimed all this stuff that isn't true, which is like they're proving it over and over again. Like one person after another is stating, nope, never see Johnny hit her, never seen her with a bruise on her face, never seen her with any scratches or anything. But Johnny severed finger, a poop in the bed, <laughs> which okay, I can't even like that lady's glamour is completely gone. <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh about this. I know. Um, and, uh, um, what else? Uh, scratches, punches, abs- like right there with his bodyguard standing right next to him, a punch right in the face. And he did not throw anything back. Like, right. So, um, police coming over to inspect domestic violence. Her shushing him away, not a scratch on her. You know, like it, it, it breaks my heart, to be honest, because there's a lot of people who are dealing with domestic violence, with any sort of abuse. And I hope this does not hurt their credibility. I really don't. I, it, I don't know. Anyway, so a lady gets up, a forensic psychologist gets up and uh, declares that Amber is um, borderline personality disorder, um, something else. I can't quite remember, but we've all been probably in a relationship with somebody with similar um, characteristics and maybe they haven't been diagnosed, but boy, did that sound like they were describing a friend, a lover, a business partner of some sort, if you watch that part of the trial. So um, when she described Amber, the one part that really got me, uh, when the forensic, um, psychologist described Amber's characteristics or the characteristics of this sort of mental disorder is, uh, when people try to leave them, they get hotly triggered. And this is super important because if you've ever been in a situation in a relationship, and I'll just call it an Amber Heard type of relationship, uh, with a, a individual like this, what happens is in the start, it's like you met your soulmate. It's like they know you better than anybody else. They just adore you. They put you on this pedestal. They love you. They, they they joke with you. They get you. They understand you. And then they create this common enemy between you. And that's like sort of throwing shots at other people or other things. But at one point, those shots aren't being thrown at other people or other things. They're being thrown at you. You're getting, like, they're throwing shots at you. So um, when this happens, when people start throwing shots at you and you try to protect yourself, and usually they start throwing shots at you because 
you corrected them in some point or you asked a question. My, my situation, it was a businesswoman and she wanted to uh, do something different with the business. I'm going to keep it super vague. Um, she wanted to do something different with the business. That wasn't the intention to begin with. And so I questioned her about it. And that really like brought on a, <laughs> a like bullets and bullets and bullets and bullets of fire um, messages that where she maxed out the length of the audio message, which I think was like 15 minutes. She maxed it out. So she left another one, another one, 45 minutes of just her, uh, tirading on and on and on. And then, um, I tried to walk away and, uh, she had to get on video calls and go on and on and on and on again for another half hour or so. And I tried to walk away and more and more, like the more I tried to walk away, the more angry she would get to the point where I just said, look, this isn't for me. I can't do this anymore. To which she responded with a very long um, social media post trying to degrade who I was, you know, dissuade people from doing business with me, telling people how off I was, trying to um, really ruin my reputation and my name. And so uh, rather, although I really wanted to just like point out the facts, <laughs> like, no, honey, you got the story about as right as um, a cow flying through air right now. But hey, if that's your version, that's your version. Um, rather than pointing that out, because, you know, the old saying, um, when you fight with a fool in public, nobody knows who the fool is. And uh, the other thing is, is you already tried to, you know, come to a logical agreement with this person behind private closed doors right? You already tried to speak to them rationally. You already tried to get them to talk to you level-headedly and they ain't going to have any of it. So if they ain't going to have any of it behind closed doors while you're trying to be logical, Lord knows what they're going to do out in public. And you ain't going to even tempt that fate, right? You just leave it alone. At least I hope you do. I hope you do because, um, these people don't think like most other people, okay? They don't have the boundaries like most other people. They don't have the rationale like most other people. So you got to be very careful and protect yourself first. So number one, like I said at the beginning, like get yourself out of that situation. Number two, and this is what I did though, it, I think it's not just for you, your, like to prove them wrong. Honestly, it's not to prove them wrong. Who cares about that? Um, it's to prove yourself. And this is what I mean. If they're calling you a horrible father, if they're saying that you're a terrible person, if they're saying that you cheat, steal, lie, then be the opposite of that. Be the, like, be very giving. Be the best father ever. Be loving. Take time out for people. Listen to them. Open the door. Be caring. And again, it's not to prove them wrong. It's to prove that what they're saying about you isn't right. And you're proving it to yourself, proving it to yourself. Because here's the thing here. I want you to really pay attention to this. When, when you open up your life and you, yourself to these people, maybe you're absolutely in love with them. Maybe it's more platonic, like a business relationship. Like I had, maybe it's a, a, a parent and 
you trust these people. And when they say something like, you're a big, fat, ugly person, you're going to wonder if a part of that is actually true. You're going to question that about yourself because, geez, I wouldn't say that to somebody unless I really thought it was true. And so maybe it's true. Maybe I'm a big, fat, ugly person. Maybe I'm a horrible person. And that's why you got to be the opposite. Not to prove it to them, but to prove it to yourself. Prove it to yourself. Because here's the thing. When we see the bad in others, and let's face it, none of us are 100% perfect. There is no such thing. There's no such thing as a person going through an entire day saying the right things, doing the right things, responding the right way, looking the right way, moving their face the right way. I mean, everything about our, we're, we're imperfect beings. That's what makes us beautiful. So yeah, you can find the ugly, like the, the horrible in somebody. You could easily do that. You can easily nitpick somebody apart and find all the gross, ugly, horrible, point it out there, put it out there, shine a spotlight on it. You can find it in yourself over and over and over again. In fact, it's not too hard for us to do that. I mean, most of society wants us to do that. Find the horribleness in ourselves so that we buy this thing to fix that horribleness in ourselves. Not too hard to do. So when you're looking at it and you shine a spotlight on it, you're going to bring more of it out. But here's the other side. When you find the good in others, when you find the greatness, the beauty, the wonder, the surprise, the excitability, the amazement in other people. When you find that good in others and in yourself, you will bring out more of it. It's the law of the universe. It's the law of the world. So if you're dealing with an amber herd and a big old turd, (laughs) find the good in yourself. Focus on that. Focus on it and it will grow. And if other people are seeing they, they, they think some crazy story about you, it might take a year or two. But if you keep focusing on the good in you over and over and over again and the good in other people over and over and over again, I promise you that's what's going to prevail. All right. Now, again, before I wrap this up, if you are in a situation, please get help. Do not let yourself get abused, mentally or physically. And until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the Gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts. If you're a coach, author, course creator, or host of any kind, listen up. Hero is the brand new way to increase your course consumption with private, piracy-proof podcasts. 
Give your customers the freedom to learn without sacrificing their productivity. Hero seamlessly interacts with all the major podcast platforms and apps, meaning less headaches and more listeners. Hero has a full suite of features, allowing creators like you to take control of their content. Get started with Hero for just $1 at hero.fm.